And welcome to the second part of the Horizon Roundtable Fan Battle Royale. Um, I actually, I guess, you know, I guess maybe uh, maybe Jimmy was right because you know the first episode is uh, was an outstanding conversation. Very little blood was spilled, so that's always helpful. Um, I'm Bob McDonald. I am your host. I can be reached at Bob McDonald on Twitter. Um, and just a quick recap of the folks who are on with me, um, the fans who are there. We have uh, Brian Dickman from uh, Green Bay uh, at Brian uh, at Chad Knodels, uh fan from uh, Milwaukee, Chris Hart um, representing Northern Kentucky, Olyer Anderson uh, representing UIC, Ricky Redinger, Redinger, sorry, Ricky. Um, from Wright State, uh, Matt Dudek from Oakland, Carrick Jones from Oakland, and somewhere muffled in the back is John Durda what? from Cleveland State. I'm not from Oakland. I'm sorry, That's you're good. not from Oakland. Yeah. Oh, my. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. Oh, so much wishes he was from Oakland. <laughs> you know, I just I just I've never attended public school in my life, and I was flying. Yeah, crap. All right, so, um, so one of the things here I'm looking at here. Right now, ah, okay. So, so as we talked about last week, uh, last week, and I say last week because it's the because uh, this is probably going to be airing the week of the, uh, the the week after the first episode. Um, we had a discussion uh, about a lot of different things. We talked about the Detroit situation. We talked about, we talked about fan interaction with, uh, with, with players. Um, the one thing that we, and I talked kind of about the future of the Motor City Madness, but the one thing I did, we did not talk about the first episode that I really want to discuss is, I don't know if you noticed, but we have this glaring lack of a, uh, of IUP, of a uh, IUPUI representative. Not necessarily their fault, but I did want them to be here because I'm sure we're we all have some opinions about them being in the league, don't we? Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to start. I'm, I, I have strong opinions on this because uh, you know I was we were in the Summit League. They came over. You know, we, I, I'm used to them from the Summit League, and I was not excited about them. I I thought we were going to get Fort Wayne, which um, would have been helpful for baseball and all that. But after watching the basketball season, um, I'm a big fan of following the Commissioner's Cup, even though a lot of you guys like to pretend it doesn't matter for anything. Um, why are we hating on You mean on the IUPUI? McCafferty Trophy? That's the one. Yeah, that one. Uh, like, why are we hating on IUPUI? They, they're middle of the league. I mean, it, there's a whole lot worse things going on than IUPUI. They just need a fan base and they get, their, you know, get that side of it together. But sports-wise, they're not anywhere near as bad as we want them to be. And if anything, it makes the horizon look bad. Here, here's my main thing. The main thing is obviously their name. I think that's the one thing that that ticks people off. Granted, the, the athletics because they're what top top three, top four in the McCafferty Trophy running. So yep. overall, they're not bad. They got they have a, a great women's soccer program, women's basketball program is not bad. They have no baseball, which is the, that was another problem. That was a, over, you know, and I'm but, glad you brought that up all year because that was a huge that is a huge issue I have just with that. Um, I, I know la the last episode, uh, Jimmy and I had talked a little bit about IUPUI, and I know I wasn't a fan. 
I wasn't a fan of it. I thought it was just kind of a last minute panic ad. And I know I'm not, I can't be the only one who was completely bagging on this pick. I thought they were going to be crap and crap in men's basketball and they're going to bring everybody down. And what do they do? They finish in fifth place. And well, I didn't think that because they, they still didn't the year before they came in, in division one though. I'm sorry. They didn't win a Division One non-conference game, if I uh, remember you, no, correctly. No, you're confusing IUPUI with YSU. Oh, Youngstown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Excuse me. No, no. I yeah. I having being at the but yeah. I now that I'm at, at, as a as somebody who who is who follows uh, very closely uh, a team in the bottom half of the of the Horizon League standings this year. I basically I have no leg to stand on at this point. <laughs> I didn't think IUPUI was going to be bad this year because the, before they came to the league, they finished in the middle of the pack in the, in the summit. So, uh, I'm sorry, their record that they had, it was would have put them in the middle of the yeah. league in the Horizon League, and that's pretty much where they finished. So, I didn't think they were going to be a beater. And I think people were just stuck on it was a last minute decision and their name, which is which is petty, but that was a problem too. Their name and no baseball. Very well, the baseball is a big deal, though. It I mean, is because you know, and myself being a Wright State fan, I follow Wright State baseball about as close as I do basketball. So that's a big deal for me. I mean, that's you know, we could lose a bid down the road, and that's right. that's tough. So yeah. I I hope they have a backup plan for that. Yeah. And and one of the things that I and I I to, to your to the last point about IUPUI finishing in the middle of the Summit League, that's true. Though although I did you know when they came in, they had if I'm not mistaken, they had lost their top three scorers from the previous year. So uh, my expectations for IUPUI was low. Of course, my expectations for the rest of the league should have been lower. And that's and that and that's and that's where that parity came in because it was yeah. in. It was as if they were just sliding over instead of moving up at this point because the trajectory of the Horizon League was was just going down. Flatline. Yeah, yeah, I don't expect Craig to be as big of a dumpster fire as it was, but you know, when you have two assistant coaches and to the head coach, that generally it tends to be a dumpster fire. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if if I'm IUPUI, I'm kind of pissed that I'm in the Horizon now. They they they, they, they downgraded at least in men's basketball. They 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 downgraded. Yeah, because the Summit League has been better than the Horizon RPI-wise for the last two, and this year makes it three years. So, <laughs> wow, you're right about that. They should be pissed now. That's an, yeah. They're saving so much money on travel. Did any, no, they guys, did any of you guys see that hot take by the one IUPUI fan on Twitter who said he wanted uh, the University of Indianapolis to go away so they could take their name? Where is that guy? Because we were trying, I was trying to find him for the podcast. Yeah, where, where he, did like he disappeared off the planet. <laughs> he was really entertaining. Yeah, he was. He was very entertaining. <laughs> was he also the guy who had the hot take of Cleveland State and Youngstown State shouldn't be in the league anymore? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And that was right after. Yeah, and that was right. Uh, yeah, his. Uh, I I remember that vividly. Like, you know, like he was. Like, where was that guy? Where is that guy? I could. I would have loved to have him on the podcast with you guys. But you well, like- in all fairness, in all fairness, Jimmy's wanted Youngstown out of the conference for ten years. Oh uh, yeah, yeah really. that is very true. That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. I was really hoping that. Yeah, um, that one is. Oh, man, that's. Well, I can't. As somebody who desperately, as somebody who desperately, as I mentioned this multiple times, 
as somebody who desperately wants a Cleveland State, Youngstown State rival that isn't a race to the bottom, I, 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 I can't have them suck anymore. I can't have Youngstown State suck anymore. I can't have Cleveland State suck, but I definitely do not ha- need to have, you know, the, it can't be a race to the bottom. And sadly, that's kind of what happened this year. I mean, really, I mean, well, it was. Know, that, yeah, change, you know, change is going to happen like that. I mean, you got, you had a bunch of uh, the previous coaches players and they were not going to be running. Uh, what, what's the coach's name? I forget his name. There Jerry Calhoun. The white, yeah, Calhoun. They, you know, he he didn't have the players to run the system. That's why everybody's transferring, or he exactly much asked them to find find some other place to go. To You're go. not wrong. So he can bring in players. And I think Cleveland State showed that they can. They're, they're turning the program around. So uh, by those two. Quote unquote, a, bottom feeders getting you know. better. I think the league as a whole will get better. So I think it, it was just case. it was kind of just down this year. I mean, down is down is down. You can get like you like you mentioned. IUPUI probably cheated themselves by leaving the summit and coming to the horizon. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, for for like I said, for as much piss and vinegar as we had with regards to the to the. Horizon League and getting an IUPUI, I mean, they finish in the top half of the league, and you know that you can't really say anything other than, man, I wish I had one of their fans on this podcast right now. Yeah. Well, IUPUI can't be too mad about being in the Horizon League because they're going to get all the all the benefits of having the league office in their backyard. Man, you're right about that. You think? Uh, you see- yeah. Yeah, you look at uh, Lacron. He's always hanging out on campus, doing things with them. I mean, he was. If you if you even watch the uh, the press conference, the dude was like, "My goodness, I am so glad I've got IUPUI in the league." He just he was doing backflips. It was so of amazing. He did. I never I never yeah. seen him do a, a, a press conference like that for any other school that he that invited that they invited into the league. This guy was just oh my well, goodness, yeah. like real marriage. Well, if you think about it for a second, I mean, at some point in time, the the, the Horizon League schools, if they didn't bring an IUPUI, they're going to look at saying. They're going to look at the Horizon League being in Indianapolis and saying, eh, nobody's there. That's one of our member schools. Maybe you should think about moving somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's why he was over the moon about that. Yeah, could have been. I wouldn't could've doubt been. it. Because I probably, because, you know, I don't know. It, I think it's one of those things where it's, uh, uh, but one of the things, with IUPUI coming in, we're not, the Horizon League is now at 10 schools. And as you all remember, when IUPUI came in, we had this, you know, we were all collectively at our respective message boards and whatnot. We, you know, blogs, whatever. We were all having this conversation about expanding the Horizon League. And then Motor City Madness came this year and Lacrone said, nah, we're good with 10 schools for now. So, uh, for as much discussion as we had, does not uh, do. Does it seem to anybody else that you know we got you know for as much as much discussion as you know as was had about potentially expanding to you know to a twelve team conference? I mean, wait, wait, wait. It, he said just, he said this, at the past mid at this past Motor City Madness he said we're staying at ten. Yes, for the time being, they're not expanding oh. for now. 
I missed that. Are you waiting for the next and, Power Five domino? And, yes, oh. and if I'm not, if I think it was Tony Paul who had uh, tweeted this out about uh, no, not he actually had a story about this because he was doing all the uh, Motor City Madness coverage. Outstanding Detroit news. Got you know follow Tony Paul if you have, if you want. Was it Tony's great? Nineteen eighty four on Twitter. At, uh, Love to have him on the podcast at some point, but he did mention the fact that um, they're staying at 10. Lacrone's not a fan of associate members, even though he's got Belmont as a soccer member. But not he, anymore. They're done. Are they now? Oh, yeah, wow. This was their, See, I missed that. This was, this was their last season. They're going to the, uh, I think, the uh, the Southern. They're going to the Southern League now, so they're done. With yeah, the makes sense. But, um He's, he doesn't – yeah, no wonder he doesn't like associate members because they're all – even Belmont's leaving them. But the big thing with that is you still have a situation on the baseball side where you don't have that many teams now. And it is – I'm trying to wrap my head around why that's not being discussed more. Because they still have six teams, and you're fine until you get to five. As long as you have six teams, you can still you still have your AQ. But once you go below six to five, then you can petition okay. the NCAA. But right now, they're okay. Okay. But what happens when a team leaves suddenly? I mean, haven't we seen that already? Yeah. I mean, that's that's my that's my concern with with the baseball bid is that's all I looked at it as. And that's if they lose that bid, I'll be I'll be pissed. I mean, that's I'd be pretty high. But think about it. Sure. The teams that they were talking about uh, expanding with in the first place didn't even have baseball. IUPUI, Robert Morris, those two teams didn't even have baseball. So what were they looking for anyway? Uh, It's ridiculous when baseball is our second sport. Right. But I know UIC too. I mean, it's you know obviously has shown a fantastic baseball program in the last few years. I mean, that's that's frustrating, and then the league's improving in that sport. And that's if you lose a bid, I mean, that's I just don't see how that how that hasn't been thought out better. Right. So why, exactly. so why aren't the why aren't schools like Mercy fielding a baseball team? I, I mean, I guess I know Mercy, but in general, like they invested. Well, here's the thing: they have to understand, and this is something for someone who works in competitive athletics. Baseball's not growing. And right. you look at yeah. the Horizon League. Baseball is not what? Uh, it's not growing. It, it, it is not in vogue to play baseball if you're 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, unless you're very good. It's, it's, it's just not. And if they go at a Robert Morris, you already got two schools with lacrosse. Lacrosse is growing like crazy. There's inner city lacrosse programs now. Mm-hmm. It costs slightly less money, not much more. The insurance is higher. They're, they're probably not going to field baseball in 10 years because it's not trending that way. You look at high school baseball participations way down because either sports don't line up where it's not the number one sport in the spring or kids are playing lacrosse. It's been like this since I was in sixth or seventh grade and it's gotten far worse now that I'm pushing 25. Now to your point and, you know, coming from, you know, as part of a school, who, you know, knowing where Cleveland State was with its own baseball team, um, it was a little different situation. I mean, it was, a, it was a consistent money loser, and to make matters worse, Cleveland State did not have a 
a venue on campus. They were for the entire whole of their existence as a program at Cleveland State were nomadic. Well, they, and I think that's I didn't mean to cut you off my bet. No, no, that's fine. No, they were they were playing out at there were at, at some at certain points in time during their existence, they were playing in Lorraine. My hometown, by the way, which is cool, except it's thirty miles away from campus. Yeah, that's wow. right. I mean that's I that's where they were at. And that's was I mean, and they weren't they were not paying and they were paying like a dollar a year for rent. And but again, it was the the there wasn't a commitment to that program. And then about year one or two, uh, year two of the John Perry era, he decided it was it was a money loser, and it's you know we got it we got to cut ties with that, and that's what happened. And then of course you know four four or five years later, he brings in lacrosse. Right. Well, and I say this, I mean, Wright State has invested so much money in the baseball program. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And I, I'll tell, I'll say another one, UIC has done a fantastic job with their stadium. Oh, I went up for a doubleheader last year, and that is an unbelievable facility. So I know there's a couple of schools. I don't know what – I can't speak for the rest of the league, but I know UIC has really shown their dedication. Yeah, and, and, and I just need someone to explain to me uh, what's, the, what's the difference cost-wise or whatever between – uh, getting rid of the baseball and keeping women's soccer. I mean, I know they say in Green Bay it's too cold, but you still have softball. I'm sorry, not soccer, softball. What's the difference? Are the costs, are they comparative? What? Why get rid of baseball but keep softball? Uh, softball, and, uh, in Cleveland State's case, softball actually had a venue on campus. Um, and so that's... But overall, in, in a lot of the programs, you know, Detroit got rid of um, they've got they got rid of baseball, but they kept softball. So the teams that have softball Title Nine. Ti- okay, yeah. there you go. There you go. Okay. Somebody had to say it. What's yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's the reality of it though, for sure. And you you also have to look at for why people probably aren't keeping baseball or not investing as much money in it. The the amount of travel costs associated with college baseball and softball, especially in the Midwest. You have to understand they're they're playing games in late February and March, and they're having to travel to hot weather and house all those student athletes for days at a time, pay for all their meals on the road. I That's mean, true. Yeah. It'd be a no-brainer to go lacrosse over baseball just because mm-hmm. I can play lacrosse in the Midwest at you know at an indoor turf facility or yep. outside in February. And that's exactly what Cleveland State does. They've got that dome over Krenzler field and that's what they do every year. I mean, that's what they do every year. And, um, and as you mentioned, it's, it's, it's one of the, now obviously the horizon league is not in the business of lacrosse. So, you know, not yet, not yet, but it looks like it it looked like it's trending that way though. It it might be, and which would be nice because right now if Oakland gets lacrosse, it's over and it'll be a lacrosse conference because Oakland could be ridiculous at lacrosse. Given we the could, schools we that could, surround them, we could play the B and C kids. Too. Yeah, like I mean, they could get the B and C kids from Birmingham yeah. and Rochester, and they'd be good. Yeah, I mean, I, know I don't keep up with cross. I'm sorry, I don't keep up with the cross. How many players are on their lacrosse team? You talked about baseball uh, and housing them. How many players? Anywhere from fifty to a hundred. Yeah. And ninety percent of them aren't scholarship athletes. Well, no, yeah. I would say probably twenty percent aren't scholarship athletes. No one has a full ride. No, and it's all kind okay. of pieced together. 
Yeah, because I know Cle- I'm, I'm trying. I've lost. I, this is see. This is how much I pay attention because I know you know Cleveland State has a lacrosse team, and I know they've they've and the other and but I couldn't tell you how many people are on their roster. The, I'm uh, such an I awesome alumni. Right yeah, so. but when I covered the team. As I mean, two years back, it was around that. And they were from all over the country. I mean, it was mainly Midwest, but we had a lot of kids from New York. Uh, they're recruiting Texas pretty hard right now, New Jersey. New Jersey. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you guys this. How many, uh, how many Horizon programs have club lacrosse? Because myself, I'm actually the head coach of my alma mater for our lacrosse program. And I played a year of club at Wright State, and then the team folded, and we, could not, we couldn't get any interest. And in our granted, club's a little different from varsity, but – um, is there interest at the other schools? There was interest in Cleveland State and club lacrosse before they even had lacrosse, so uh, it was kind of a next natural progression. Plus, I don't it, believe Milwaukee has any lacrosse at all. Yeah, I don't well, think UIC does either. I don't know about I'm not sure about Green Bay either. Yeah, I don't well, know about plays with the men and the women. At the um, club club level for women too. Yeah, uh, again, I've heard he was kind of saying uh, we've we've got some really strong program. We we could field yeah. a, a varsity level club probably in a week if we wanted to. Oh yeah, well, no, your, your club yeah, football program is incredible too. too. I mean that that club program is fantastic. It's true, and if you haven't seen, um, we got a football facility on campus uh, within the past couple of years, and it's actually really nice. Uh, we I wouldn't be surprised if we start looking towards football uh, if the hockey thing that was playing out um, doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's, I play club football at Wright State, too, so we've uh, definitely seen that before, and it's, yeah, fantastic. I mean, that's fantastic to see the universities invested in that. So um, I know this, you know, I know it sounds like expansion is not happening anytime soon uh, with, with, the, with the Horizon League, but theoretically, if we do get to a point where that is back on the table, and honestly, because it's a down year, I wouldn't see why we'd even be in a in a buyer's market on that anyway but if you're looking at an expansion where where do you think that would that would go in terms of in terms of <laughs> are they are we going to pick apart more from are we going to pick Robert Morris I'm sorry what Robert Morris New Mexico State Grand Canyon No Grand no Canyon. and no. no 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 I don't think they're going to increase the footprint that much no, I mean with travel. Travel costs would be unbelievable for those. I mean, yeah. are we just talking basketball? Are we talking for conference wide? I'm talking. Yeah, this would have to be conference wide. Then, I, mean, uh, I mean, that's tough. You, you get, you know, you're talking about women's soccer and you're talking about tennis and all that travel traveling out there, or, or, or vice versa, having those programs come here for for league tournaments. There's so a reason we left the summit. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm looking at, and this is, well, and what I look at is I, I'm actually looking, I mean, it's pretty, uh, I'm looking actually at Gonzaga right now, because right now they're in the West Coast Conference and there's all kinds of rumors about them going to the Midwest Conference because, I'm sorry, the Mountain West, Midwest, geez, um, Mountain West Conference. And that leaves, that would potentially lead um for a school probably out of the whack probably probably a grand canyon maybe seattle i don't know but we're looking at a from a standpoint of the whack is probably going to implode within the next two or three years i mean mean, you have to look how many jesuit schools are in the whack that aren't named gonzaga i wouldn't be so sure 
And no, 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 I'm not, 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 no, the West Coast Conference isn't going anywhere. They got St. Mary's and they got, you know. No, he's talking about the WAC. I'm talking about the WAC. Oh, okay. I'm talking about, I'm talking about what's left of the WAC. Because right now you have, yeah. Yeah, the WAC, because you got Chicago State. There's, there's debate of whether or not they're even going to be Division One for too much longer. What about Um, Mercy? I'm sorry, what? Dude, <laughs> I mean, you have you know, you have you you have you you have UMKC who you know every other year there's a rumor of them going back to the going back to the Summit League. You have Grand Canyon and New Mexico State who probably have been wanting to get out of the whack since it just turned to crap. And you know, you, any California school is gonna want to go to like the Big West or something because Bakersfield's going to the Big West in what is it 2020. So the, but, it, but with that said to the other, again, to the other point, if the issue that, that I see with, with Grand Canyon and New Mexico state, again, is that travel? I mean, yes, right now, Grand Canyon has money up the wazoo, mm-hmm. but eh, you know, that's, you know, that, that's, that's the nature of their the nature of what they do. But, you know, is that is that money that if they say if for the in the off chance they actually end up in the Horizon League, and I'm not saying that they will, but in the off chance that that happens, I mean, are they the ones going to be footing the bill to compensate for the massive amounts of money it's going to take to travel to travel to Arizona? Even or if everything? they, even if they were, I mean, it's a it's a straight flight. It's just it's not like they have layovers or exchange uh, no, flights. True. It's a shot so it's not it's not like and isn't the the cost is not inexorbitant just get on a plane straight shot to chicago or most of our our cities are big cities or near big airports mm-hmm. they fly right to the places bus it to the school get back on the bus and get that straight air shot back home so it's not you know, the, and if, they, if, if we were to expand hold on if we were to expand now you expand, you're going to, to make costs even more reasonable, you're probably going to go to divisions. So now you're only flying to uh, Phoenix and New Mexico every other year. You're not going to do it every year. They'll fly in one year, we fly out there the following year. So I don't see the real big cost in it. But, um, I, and probably not so much to the probably not so much at the Grand Canyon point, but to the to the New Mexico State point. Um, what would the what exactly would be their what exactly would be their benefit other than getting out of the whack, which is imploding? None now, you know, and that's one of the reasons. So I don't know what Lacron is talking about. The reason we're not expanding, uh, we're, the reason we're not expanding is nobody wants to come here anymore. With the twenty-something rate rated conference now, we're not. 10, 11, or 12 anymore. So nope. we don't look as good as we used to. So we're not expanding because we're not buyers any longer. Nope. So until we get back to where we were before or right after Butler left, because when Butler left, we still were pretty decent. But until we get back to a, a being a top 12 conference, nobody's going to want to come here anymore. And like someone mentioned before, look at IUPUI. They're probably kicking themselves about now. So even the Ohio Valley is ahead of us. And that rarely, if ever, happens. So this league has lost a lot of prestige. And with that, the thought of inviting uh, other schools. That's true. 
I can't. The I mean, that, yeah, the only one that would want to come now is Fort Wayne, and that's only because of geography, because they're yeah. they're the the outlier in in the summit. They want to get out of that because of geography. They the, hey, hey, the only one that still want to Southern Indiana is coming to Division One. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be hey, bad. It worked no, for Northern no. Kentucky. Why can't it? No. No, absolutely. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I, we, I don't want I, and that's one of the and one of the things I'm looking at right now is that I guess the question that I, I pose to all of you is has the Horizon League I mean has have we gotten to a point where the Horizon League has turned into what I always associated with the Atlantic Sun Conference, kind of that way station to something better. Where, yes. yes, I would agree with that. And if that is the case, what needs to change in order for that to stop happening? Or is it just never going to – or are we now at a point where this conference is going to keep bringing people in and watching people leave? Is that just going to be the dynamic from here? On, is that, has that always been the dynamic and will always be the dynamic? I, I'm thinking yes because you've, no, you've I seen – I disagree. I, well, I don't – I mean at some point the, the conferences above us are going to stop adding teams. I mean this isn't going to go on forever. I think I think the horizon will bounce back. I mean, we've got new coaches that have good philosophies. Granted, they still have previous tenure players, previous tenure players uh, that they're moving on. And I think I think the league will get better. It's going to take some time. Uh, again, I go back to Cleveland State. Uh, it took them some it took them some time to 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 find themselves. But as we saw in the tournament, uh, they can be pretty decent. Calhoun is getting rid of a lot of players. He's bringing in players that can play his system. Brandon is still bringing in three-star players. Uh, even our coach, you know, McLean, he's got some decent players. We still, our players next year, our stars, they're just going to still be juniors. So uh, I think the league will bounce back. I don't know how, how much of a leap they'll take next year, uh, but I think the, the pieces are in place. They just have to stay the course, continue to recruit good players, play tough out-of-conference schedules. And they, the commission, the office really has to work on that. You know, play tough OOCs and win some of those games. So when conference play comes around, playing each other, if we happen to not be as strong, won't drop the RPIs. We have to focus on building within instead of depending on bringing in teams like a GCU or New Mexico State. We have to do it from within. But I think, I think we can improve. When did when did we change our, our tune about scheduling tough out of conference? Because when Oakland came in, that was our that was our calling card. All we got was slack from everybody about how stupid we were for our scheduling. And now here's everybody saying, "Hey, that's how we need to schedule." When did you that happen? Right. You were right about that. You were right. You guys did a great job. I thought it was just winning. That's all. You know, I, schedule tough. Schedule tough, but win. I agreed with Oakland's philosophy. I agreed with it to an extent. Um, um, I, w- I agreed a bit right up until the point where Michigan State kicked the crap out of Cleveland State by 50, but, you know. <laughs> that was but, you but, your RPI, but your RPI was strong, though. You got your butt whooped. You got a nice check. 
but your RPI was strong. It didn't plummet 30 points. No. After, you know, especially when you win, you win and you still lose RPI points. That's ridiculous. You know, we have to do a better job than that. So one of the, so the question I posed to all of you, uh, to that point, does the is the Horizon League better next year? Does the Horizon League improve from where it was this year? Are we uh, have we officially hit bottom? No. Finally. No, I don't think so. Explain. I'm no. I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I, you know, I mean, I think I personally think that Cleveland State will be better. Um, thank you. That's what I hope too. Yep. Uh, I think. I actually think that we will be better than we were. I think we'll have a winning record next year overall. Um, Oakland will be Oakland. Uh, Northern Kentucky will still be strong. Wright State will still be strong. Uh, Green Bay, I don't know what Brian thinks, but I would think they'd be better than they were this year. But uh, Youngstown will be Youngstown. And they'll always be the anchor until proven otherwise. <laughs> you really, so, so even with, even with, you know, even with Calhoun, uh, you know, putting his, his, his system in, you still think that Youngstown's still at the bottom of the league. I still think they will be in the three hundreds in RPI. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What what makes them struggle though? Because they have such a great high school hotbed of talent up there in Northeast Ohio. Who wants to stay in Northeast Ohio? Well, hey, kiss my ass. <laughs> the high school programs aren't aren't as strong as they once were. I mean, if you look at even like the top one hundred, uh, Ohio's down. It seems too. That's yeah, no, you still cool. have you still have CVs, You still have you know your your Cleveland schools. I mean, yeah. The one thing that and. What's interesting, yeah, um, yeah my, uh, my, I can't even call my alma mater anymore. It's not it's Lorraine High School. They were in the state championships, and, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's not even – I don't even know what that high school is. That's not the school I went to. My, my youth is destroyed. So, not, anyway, um, but the talent is there. I think the, I think the issue has always been um, within Northeast Ohio, you're always going to have at least four or five different schools – at least four or five, four, at least four different regional schools, Cleveland State, Akron, Kent State, Youngstown State, and then whatever Mac schools are in, what other Mac schools can have feed at the trough of that. And then the end all be all of human existence in anywhere in any, in Northeast Ohio is, is Ohio State. I don't know what to tell you, but, um, but I really, th- and, and I really think that, I mean, I mean, Carrick, Matt, we can always still keep getting people from Michigan. We talked that about seems this. seems to have worked out pretty well. You can have most of them. There's not, there's not a ton. I mean, after Michigan and Michigan State pit, pick through, then, you know, we're, we're kind of left looking. The first looking time around, keep, keep in mind, there's, they can always have dibs on second. Bryn Forbes kind of proved that. Well, he, he, he sure loved it there so much, he left. Yes, I, mean, I know. Again, second time around. I mean, uh, I, we've got a kid coming in, uh, Maddox, uh, from Novi uh, High School, which, you know, it's a great recruit, and I'm glad that we grabbed him, but there's just not that much in the area right now. No. It's slim. 
So going back to what Chad was saying, look at kids that are going to play for four years, whether it be academics or transferring. So, can I piggyback on what Chad was saying about sure. some teams getting better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with, with the teams he mentioned. Milwaukee will get better, and NKU, WSU. I, I do believe UIC will be better. Uh, Cleveland State uh, will be better. And even IUPUI, they've got they had a guy that's that 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 redshirted this season that was a transfer. The guy was a four star player. So they, I think uh, they'll even be better. And if you've got six or seven of the ten teams that are that are better, uh, and hopefully if they can win some of these out of conference games, that that bodes well for the conference as a whole. Granted. I'm not saying we're going to take the leap like uh, the Missouri Valley did after Wichita State left. They still finished in, in, in the top 10. I think they were number eight this season. So, But I do believe that the Horizon League will improve. It's just, it's just going to take a little time. Uh, we won't be 25, 26, 27 for much longer. Any other thoughts on does the Horizon League get better next year? Yeah, if you look at 2014, uh, when the first year without Butler, we were still a, you know, a top 15 conference, and that's because we didn't have all these anchors. This year, including Green Bay, we had like four or five yeah. schools that were 300 RPI plus, and you know we just gotta pick pick up the anchors. Um, Green Bay is 300 plus in the RPI for the first time ever, and. You know, it's the first time since 2003 we've had a we had a 20 loss season. Only the third time since 1987 that we've been above 200 in the RPI. So I mean, I'm really hoping that that this was a fluke year and Green Bay will be better. And and you guys mentioned that the the top of the league looks pretty good. We just got to pick up the bottom. And it looks like Cleveland State's you know trending in the right direction. UIC definitely tre- trending in the right direction. <laughs> so we just gotta we gotta get Youngstown figured out. You know, Detroit Mercy, who knows what the heck's going on there, but we got to get these things figured out. Addition to Division Two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can they switch with Ferris State? Wow. When's the last time Mercy <laughs> beat Wayne State? Uh, oh, oh, wow. But it's true. Uh, yeah. Not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah. Can't so, even be Gleeman champs. <laughs> oh jeez! Wow, we we're we're into we're into we're into uh, Division Two talk now. I couldn't even name three three Division Two teams. I'm sure there's a bunch of them in my area. So, um, so Matt, one question I did have for you, Matt Oakland, with you know, I I am going to uh, I, I got to ask you know Oakland. So many high hopes this last season and. None of them came true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's uh, – let me preface it. I'm not very well liked in the Oakland circle right now because I'm very much a realist about OU, and uh, I feel that um, Campy sold us uh, a lemon car. We thought this car was going to be great. It looked great. Uh, I mean, the preseason top 25 poll, we were ranked ahead of Michigan. Um, I think we were 20 – I, I don't remember what we, I think we received, we were receiving votes in the, in the uh, preseason poll yeah. and that we were, yeah. we were ahead of Michigan. Um, I mean, Kendrick Nunn coming in, Jalen Hayes, all these red shirt seniors. It was great. Um, the injury, the injury thing looks like a fluke. 
Um, I feel actually really bad. This was our first year without Tom Ford, who was the longtime athletic trainer for OU. So this new guy, I don't even remember his name. I, I feel kind of bad, but it just looks bad. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's a great athletic trainer, but man, did these injuries hurt this year. But at the same time, um, you, you can't have it happen. And I, for, I mean, you guys all like to, to tweet and say the Chokeland thing, and I can't defend it. Until until we win when it matters, I can't defend it. We haven't gone to the tournament since 2011 when we were in the summit. This is the year of, to do it. And as a beneficiary of your uh, of your team committing El Foldo, I'd like to say thank you. You know, <laughs> but on, on that, you know, and just coming off the last topic about you know what's the league going to be like next year? Obviously, we lose so much, so it looks bad. I'm actually one of the few people that's excited about OU next year. Um, I think Oakland will do better without any expectations. First off. And I think we're going to be very, very big in the front court. Uh, we return a couple players from Redshirt. We have a 6'11", 260-pound freshman coming in that is kind of an unknown um, that could be really awesome or it could be one of those big guys you look at, like, what, what just happened? I'm not sure, but if he can play, um, I'm, I love the idea that we're not going to be a streaky shooting team anymore, but maybe actually grind it out down low, where those are the games, I think, that Oakland loses right now when we can't shoot and we're a shooting team, that's what can't be done. But I think it's going to change next year. So in terms of the rest of the league, do you think it's better next year? No, I don't. Really? Uh, what makes you say that? I think the anchors are still going to be real low. Obviously, I think we're, I don't think we're going to be as good as we were or even supposed to be the past couple of years. So I think we'll be down. Um, I think that the lows are just going to be that much lower. Um, I think Wright State will have another good year, but just just a lot of transfers, a lot of things where I, I think we're going to be about where we were as, as a conference. I don't think really? we're better. I just don't, I don't know if we're worse necessarily, but I don't see the improvement that some of you guys do. Well, it'll be easier to tell when the schedules come out. Yeah. Sure. All right. So – all right, so I'm going to get the last word here. And, yes, I, do th- I honestly do think the league is going to be better this year. Next year, um, I'm not as I am not as high on Oakland next year, but I am obviously much higher on Cleveland State. Like as I mentioned the last episode, the greatest give Gary Waters gave Dennis Bell roster turnover because he got 16 years. They're all gone. He's Felton's bringing is able to bring in his own people now as opposed to two or three years from now. So that's going to be an interesting thing. I think, I think I, I, I want to say, I want to hope that the tournament, their tournament run wasn't a fluke. I'm hoping it isn't. Um, but I definitely don't, I'm, I, I don't see them doing as badly. Wright state, I think is going to have an out. I think is going to have a, a solid year. Um, uh, Ricky, I'm not going to miss Grant Benzinger only because he gave me <laughs> headaches. <laughs> Uh, I think yeah. I, I think uh, Green Bay does better this year. Uh, does better next year. Sorry, Chad. I don't know what I, I'm. I'm still a little shaky on uh, Milwaukee too. So, well, there's going to be a lot of new players. Yeah. So, but we um, still have Bill and Bill. So this is true. <laughs> um, it, sorry, and Detroit Mercy is just going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a wreck next year and. Yeah, there's just no way getting around that. But but I think from top to bottom, that I believe that uh, top to bottom, you know, or at least for the top seven or eight teams, um, 
I see I, I see some improvement and and I do also see I actually do see some improvement within within the on the Youngstown State side. Again, as somebody who is desperately looking for that that uh, that Cleveland State Youngstown State rivalry, I absolutely ex- I have to, that's my expectation. So, um, with that, um, we're going to clo- go ahead and close this whole entire thing out. Um, I'd like to thank all of you for being good sports and being you know having a, having a great conversation here. Um, uh, again, no blood was spilled, so that's all. That's always awesome. <laughs> Well, so, um, so, you know, I thank you all for your time and, you know, tune in next time for another episode of the Horizon Roundtable and uh, feel free to uh, look at it, look for us on sportshacks.com, sportshax.com. And we are, you can find us wherever you find podcasts, Google Play, tune in, iTunes, you name it.